Welcome back to the Fick List, everybody. Oh, we're la we're launching into it. Oh shoot. Oh, we're launching into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so thrown off. I was I was still playing with settings on my end. I was like, ooh, what does this do? <laughs> I just really wanted to see what would happen because I knew you weren't paying attention, <laughs> and I was like, I'll gently set Ellen up for failure here. That's a good metaphor for what is what usually happens. They're like, oh, it's happening. Here we go. It's like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I don't like you. I know. I love you too. <laughs> it's fine. I'm in a bit of a mood today. <laughs> yeah, and why? Yeah, I just haven't seen anybody in a while. So it's like, I've forgotten how to human. I had to go get, so this is true. I have an, an ear piercing that is like almost a year old. It's like a conch, like cartilage piercing. Oh. And it's been really finicky. It had a ring in mm. it. And you're really not supposed to get a ring put in when you first get a piercing. And I just ignored that bit of wisdom, which was dumb. So the I had to go get it switched out for a stud because it wasn't healing right. And that was probably my first like in-person interaction outside of like the grocery store and like my partner <laughs> that I've had in like months. And I was like, oh, I don't know how to human anymore. Like <laughs> I have fully forgotten the social interaction scripts that <laughs> we're supposed to have in our brains. Well, what an adventure. Yep. You were not as amused by that story as I had hoped you would be, so we're going to get cut. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to take it from the top and I'll, no, I'll give a I better think, reaction? I don't think it's going to get better <laughs> upon retelling. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, I can feel uh, comedians often talk about like flop sweat. And I was like, Alan doesn't think I'm funny. <laughs> I do think you're funny. I just don't think that like this situation is something that it. It's like everyone. I find myself not knowing how to interact with people anymore. And I uh, live with two people yeah. currently because one of them is, has left. Oh, no. Forever and ever? Or just no. now? Well, I mean, she's gone for the foreseeable future. Got it. <laughs> until, we, until we know what happens. but That makes sense. Okay. I was wondering if she was ever going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> there, I hope. She signed, a, she signed a legally binding lease. <laughs> ah, well. So she should be. All right. Well, I hope she comes back. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Speaking of legally binding contracts, what's our fic for today, Alan? <laughs> what a great segue. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're doing, this is our general tag week. General mm -hmm. tag week. Woohoo! Uh, so we decided we'd do some proposal fix. Yeah. Who doesn't love a proposal fix? I mean, Ugh. honestly. Like People who are fic? jaded and maybe have had a divorce or two. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that was a little darker than I thought we were going to do. But, um, okay. Well, if proposal fix is not for you, then maybe skip this episode. But I love proposal fix. <laughs> it's so good. Although I always cry. Yeah, well, you cry all the time. That's true. Because you are a soft boy. But what do you look for in a proposal fic? And like, why are they so fun? Okay, so this is an interesting question. Because I found that for proposal fic, I kind of like it. If it's going to be a proposal fic, in my opinion, the fic should revolve around marriage and like the thought of proposing and like mm -hmm. leading up to the act of proposing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not counting stories that are like, you know... L like long and like our slow burn or friends to enemies to or enemies to friends to lovers and then there's a proposal at the end like that's not a proposal fic mm -hmm. that's many things but it's not specifically a proposal fic so for me 
I need the fic to be about the proposal, about the planning of the proposal. I love a proposal fic that gives you, like, where essentially everything goes wrong. <laughs> where they're like, all right, we're going to go, we're going to have a picnic in Paris. And right at the time that the stars align, I will pull out the ring and there'll be tears in his eyes and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then it just doesn't happen for one reason or another. Someone breaks a toe and then they have to go to a hospital. And then they're in the hospital bed and when the, the partner's crying. It's like, I thought I was going to lose you. Marry me, you know? You broke a toe. I thought you were going to die. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know infection. <laughs> You're like, I'm not a doctor. I've never Literally. broken a, a toe. I, I can't uh, speak to the experience. Oh, my God. I mean, it's not fun. I haven't fully broken a toe, but I've come close. Oof. Yeah, it's not It's not bueno. Um, that's hilarious. I also love a good surprise proposal fic. I love fics that you don't know are proposal fics until it happens. Oh, I don't know that I've come across those. The best example of this, I couldn't send it to you because our next episode was one that I just like had to give you a magician's fic for. Otherwise, I was going to like die. So for (laughs) this one, I had to give you a different fandom. But HMG Fanfic wrote a sequel to Something Good, which is the fic that destroys everybody emotionally. Oh, Oh my God. It's them, like, many years later, traveling through the countryside in Europe. I remember when we did the episode, I started yeah. reading it, and I got, like, she was, like, three or four chapters in. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to ruin it for you, then. It's okay. I think okay. I just I... did. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, it's too late now. So, you go through this fic, and it's this most, it's, like, the most incredible, like, realistic little slice of life of what this relationship would be, like, seven years later. And three quarters of the way through... Quentin proposes and you realize that this was like a setup to a proposal the entire time but I had oh no God. idea and oh it was exactly God. yeah it was exactly what you just described where like everything that could possibly go wrong goes wrong and they're both really bitchy and like mad at each other <laughs> but like in a way of like you know somebody that you're super comfortable with where you're just like Jesus fuck balls Christ like I need some space but like I love you very dearly I'm just like grouchy because like we're in this they're in this like shitty like like, like Airbnb in the, in the middle of like nowhere Europe and their car breaks down and they have to yes. walk and it's hot and they're really miserable and Quentin's like, I just really want to marry you. And Elliot's like, that's great. But also, it's really fucking hot out. <laughs> and I cried forever. I think I, I, it was one of those few moments in fanfic where I audibly gasped out loud. I'm like, crying right now. I know. You're always crying. It's so rude. that, <laughs> but true. Um, that was, uh, yeah, that's the kind of proposal fic that I really enjoy where it's like, I think as opposed to your interpretation where it was like, oh, this is, you know, we're really thinking about this and like being really thoughtful about it. It's like, oh, surprise proposal fic. And you kind of experience the surprise with the person. Yeah, I, that's I really literally fun. have never come across that. I am. Yeah, it's rare. It's oh. rare that I experience it. But when I do, it's just like, oh, that's the best. Oh, man. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm feeling emotions. I know. <laughs> just thinking about that fucking about something good and like, oh, yep. I'm so glad our boys got a good ending. I know it's so good. Harriet, do you want to be on this podcast? Harriet, please <laughs> come on this podcast so that I may cry to you for half an hour. Yeah, it'll I know just... you probably already heard it. So. <laughs> it'll just be half an hour, Mal, and going <laughs> and Harriet being like, "This is the most awkward experience of my entire life." <laughs> <laughs> Zero out of ten would not come on again. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. But actually, if you want, um, I'll email you. (laughs) 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 Anyway. So what do you look for in a proposal fic? What do you like in a proposal fic? I I know you've just said that you're surprised. What did I just say to you? wasn't listening at all oh i i was crying i couldn't hear you over the sound of my sobs okay. um 
well surprises and um, it's actually really funny because me personally I would murder someone who proposed to me as a surprise if we did not have a conversation about it and begin the beginning and frankly I don't really want to get married anyway I think marriage as an institution is kind of fucked up Oof, okay <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I would get married is for the legal protections of it but I am a not religious person like I'm not a religious person and I think marriage as an institution exists largely to like consolidate property into in a patrilineal way which i think is fucked uh, so i'm like nah, i could kind of do without this like unless we're talking about like being better able to like buy property i don't really see the point here <laughs> oh my god we're the best people to talk about marriage uh, about proposal fic. i know but i will fight to the death for everybody's right to get married that wants to like of that's course. a thing yeah just because i personally don't want to get married doesn't mean that i don't understand why it's super important for like i don't know a supreme court to maintain the right of all people to get married hint fucking hint uh, uh, so yeah anyway we don't have to go down that road but oh boy yeah everybody should be able to get married if they want to but i just don't so I, I like the proposal element because it's fun and fantasy and it's like not anything that i would ever really want to have happen to me but it is kind of fun to like live vicariously through these other people who are that is fascinating because you yeah. love proposal fic i do love proposal fic i think it's fun Wow, I, I don't, it's just interesting, because I feel like a lot of times when we like fix, or I say we like, like not just you and I, but like the royal we, mm-hmm. we like fix because it like gives us a, well, maybe not we. I live vicariously through fan fiction, so I like to read about <laughs> things that are not happening to me. I would like to be uh. proposed to on a cruise. <laughs> You're like, hello, future spouse. If any of the listeners are, um, are interested, <laughs> you go ahead and email the ficklist at gmail.com. Yeah. Here's, it's like, here's the trick. Must propose on a cruise. However, when our cruise is going to happen again, we don't know. <laughs> exactly. So then the trick now is time. that you have to charter a private, like, cruise. Wow. And then we go on a private cruise, and then you propose. Is that part of your dowry? Oh. I don't have a dowry. <laughs> Yeah, my dowry is mostly credit card debt. (laughs) (laughs) True. Uh, Anyway. Uh, Yeah, no, I think we've talked about this too. Like, I think fan fiction can be wish fulfillment, which is very much like a thing that you want to have happen to you in real life that you are living vicariously through. But I also think we've talked about this in terms of like particularly really smutty fan fiction where there is an element of like fantasy not having to translate to real life. Mm -hmm. Where I think for me, sometimes like the fan fiction element of like something that's like hyper romantic and hype whatever like i don't need that to happen to me in real life to still enjoy the fantasy of it because there's elements of it particularly the ones that do really well it's like a really loving and committed relationship where there's good communication and it's like really grounded in this bedrock of what you know what i think a really great relationship can be like that is all stuff that i want to have in real life i just don't if you know i don't want to surprise engagement <laughs> is the thing (laughs) so it's like yeah it's like there's a fantasy element of it that's just very like romantic in the same way that a rom-com or like you know the pride and prejudice movie with Keira knightley is very romantic would i want it to happen to me no but it's very romantic (laughs) yeah that makes sense yeah i appreciate that do you want to start with what you sent me yeah because i forget what i sent you so it'd be nice to be reminded (laughs) sure let's see oh oh man erin if you could if you'd known the week i had oh no okay so here okay let's start you sent me a red white and royal blue fanfic yeah i did (laughs) (laughs) entitled how we rolled up the carpet parentheses so we could dance by ad huri it is on archive of our own Mm -hmm. and the summary reads 
Henry shrugs off his suit jacket and tie, looking his usual annoyingly handsome self, while Alex stifles a yawn in spite of the amount of caffeine in his system. You're a sight for sore eyes, Henry says, looking all kinds of fun. Alex feels a little ridiculous in his tussled hair, glasses, and the ratty NYU sweatshirt, but finds an answering warmth spreading through him anyway as he lets himself be kissed hello. Hi, sweetheart, he says, leaning back into the chair while Henry leans against the desk. And that's the summary, so... Yeah, I mean, it's an excerpt summary. (laughs) It is definitely an excerpt summary. Um, So, uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, which, by the way, if you are not familiar, is a brilliant... um, which, by the way, if you're not familiar with Red, White, and Royal Blue, it is a... <laughs> I was like, did he forget the word book? No, it's just, I, I was... This mic is too powerful, and the things it picks up is worrying. I was, like, sweeping some, like, lint off of my desk. I was like, oh, and then I could hear... And then you could hear that. I don't know if can... Can you hear that? I can now when you're not talking, but it definitely I definitely thought you just forgot the word book. <laughs> I could hear it so clearly because I have my headphones plugged into my mic. Mm-hmm. And so I, I could hear that uh, like under my voice. And I was like, well, now I've got to do another take. Okay. Well, you go ahead and do another take, but I'm going to leave this whole interaction in the episode because it's funny. <laughs> well, depending on who it's, <laughs> we'll see true. what remains. That's true. So for anyone who might not know what Red, White, and Royal Blue is, it's a wonderful, brilliant a uh, male-on-male romance mm-hmm. that takes place between what is the first son of the United States and one of the crown princes in the royal family from Britain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a wonderful book that I borrowed from Erin, and I still have her mm-hmm. copy, and I have not forgotten. Um, I was going to use this as an opportunity to publicly call you out for not returning that book to me. How many months later? <laughs> We are in a pandemic, man. Okay, but this was like long before pandemic happened. Which brings me to my next point. Um, It is a wonderful book, which I have not finished. Jesus Christ, Alan. 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 This is worse than any TV or movie that you haven't finished. Alan. Alan. So. Alan. No, 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 no. You don't get a fucking pass for this. What excuse do you have for not finishing this goddamn book? <laughs> All right, here we go. <clears throat> so, <laughs> what happened was, was that, okay, so this was the book I was, like, reading. It was, like, my good, like, it's current, it's still on my Goodreads. It's the one I was reading mm-hmm. on the train to work and back home right when we start, we transitioned into working from home. Mm. So then I stopped riding the train. And of course, the the world went to shit. Yep. So then I was too stressed. And I was like, there's too many things going on. I'm not, and I didn't read. I haven't been reading. So I was like, okay. So I stopped reading and I was like, I, I still have it. I will finish it. I'm, I'm halfway through. That's fine. And then, you know, time ran away from me. Because what is time during, <laughs> during I mean, this? that's... That's real. Time has no meaning. And then I saw that you you chose this, and I was like, fuck! Damn it, okay, I have to read this. Okay, okay. And I picked it up, and I was like, okay, I'm going to read this. I was super excited. I went. I even went back to, like, the start of the chapter, because, of course, I stopped somewhere in the middle where I didn't remember. Right. So I opened it, and then I was, like, ten minutes in, and my roommate comes in and says, RBG has passed away. Oh, no. Yeah. And then I closed it. <laughs> and then I you were like, like, I can't and I can't enjoy anything right now. Correct. And then we think about, like, uh, one of the plot points in the book is how Alex's mom is up for re-election. Right. <laughs> and so I was like... Yeah. <laughs> and it definitely... I mean, that book was written in anticipation of a Hillary Clinton pre- like presidency. Like, in a, in a world where, like, we have the first woman president. And that... 
hurts. Yep. <laughs> given the current. Okay, I rescind all sassafras from earlier in the episode, <laughs> even though I stand by the fact that it was funny at the time, but now I'm sad. So. <laughs> it is very funny, but it, yeah, I was like, damn. So this is a book that I will fucking read the moment the world has stopped burning. Who knows when that will happen, but soon. Cause so I, you'll, yeah, so you'll never finish it is what you're saying. <laughs> no, this is my personal vendetta. Now I'm like fucking, I'm invested. Okay. Which yeah. I mean, I was from the beginning and I was going to, but it's just like. It's you know. such a you book. It's such I a book love that it. you would love. Yeah, and I think, yeah. in fact, one of the things I remember when I was having trepidation reading it, and I think I was telling you because I was texting you as I was reading it, mm-hmm. is so Alex, the the main character in the book, is Mexican-American from Texas, mm-hmm. which, uh, hello, it's me. <laughs> you were like, hello, you could not have picked a more perfect self-insert character. <laughs> Correct. And so that was terrifying in a way that I was like, I was like, I don't... Because it's happened before where I'm reading, like, fan fiction, which also this book reads fan fiction. It's, yep. like, it's written almost in that vein. Mm-hmm. By, like, you just know that this that Casey McQuiston, McQuiston is a fan fiction writer. Like, you just feel it. Absolutely. It's great. And so it's happened to me before when I'm reading fan fiction that, like, sometimes I get too self-inserted and I have a trouble pulling away. And so mm-hmm. it's hard. And I, was t- I talked to James about it once and he was like, yeah, you so, like, it's hard because you're grieving the end of... You felt all those things, and the, now you don't have them anymore, so you're grieving. Mm-hmm. And so I find, like, I and that was this This is months later, so I did not have that tool, that arsenal to know what was happening to me at the time. So I was already very nervous about going into a very loving, like, wonderful relationship between <laughs> a gay Mexican-American from Texas and this beautiful prince, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it was a lot. Yeah. I have a very interesting relationship with this book and i cannot wait to finish reading it which i will uh-huh. but that's not what we're talking about <laughs> well you deserve a prince elon and therefore this book is a great placeholder until your prince comes along in real life i appreciate that thank you yeah, you're welcome if any prince listens to this podcast let us reiterate the private chartered <laughs> yacht situation that alan outlined earlier in the day as his only acceptable method of proposal <laughs> Correct. You would have to be royalty to be able to afford that. <laughs> All inquiries. <laughs> Please. Please be rided uh, to our representatives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. Th- but we're talking about how we rolled up the carpet, parentheses, so we could dance. Yes. This fic. The tags say, tooth rotting fluff. This is really just weapons grade fluff. And I was like, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I loved it. <laughs> it was so like, it was like putting on a warm blanket. And I was so worried because I was like, shit, it's going to spoil things for me. And I was like, and I was like, I was, I'm going to read this before I read this fic. But of course, the world went to shit. So I was like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. I, I have to read this. I'm, I'm very pleasantly surprised. I don't think it really, it didn't spoil anything other than like one event that happens in the book, which I have not gotten to. But I'm like, okay, like I can live with knowing that. And it's my own damn fault. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be so fair, I, I happy had with reasonable expectations that you had finished the book at this point, and we're just holding on to my copy of the book. No, no. <laughs> You're like, oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, that being said, it did not spoil anything for me, and I was very grateful for it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it did, and it's just like one of those things that I don't understand because I haven't finished the book. Mm-hmm. But it starts with Alex kind of being on like three days of no sleep and studying <laughs> because he's in law school and he has like an outline for a paper due in two days and he has like 200 pages of reading which was stressful <laughs> i was like ah yeah 
the secondhand stress is real. <laughs> Accurate. Um, so he's subsisting on a diet of coffee and granola bars. That's all he's eaten for a few days. And Henry has been out doing like events, press events. And he comes home. They're sharing, living in an apartment together. And Henry like sees him and is like, all right, you need to eat, sir. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they make, they like have a really cute scene where they make some eggs and they like, they subsist together. They co-live in the kitchen together. Mm-hmm. And I love scenes where people cook together. It's a, it's a weakness of mine. Yeah. It's, it's super domestic fluff. Like that's a very, also speaking of things that I don't actually like in real life. In fact, it's adorable <laughs> in real life. I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I, how did I know? <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. My kitchen is not designed for two people. <laughs> like I stand at the doorway, not going into your kitchen, just watching you cook and knowing like, I can't walk in there. Correct. No, that's my space. Like, stay out of my way. But yeah, it is super cute and thick because it's also just like so domestic and so sweet. Yeah, but I think one of the things about like sharing a kitchen is like finding someone who isn't just dead weight and like asking, oh, what do I do? But like has their own rhythm that coincides with yours. And so it's like dancing. And I love that. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to pinpoint that myself, but you're right. It's. It, I think why I dislike people in my kitchen is that I then have to become a task manager instead mm-hmm. of like instead of just like doing my thing. So if you can find a person who you don't have to like task manage, wow, it's great. Exactly. So they have a lovely little montage of that, and then Henry says, "You are so stressed. Why don't we go to Austin for the long weekend? Which what long weekend? I don't know. I don't think they mentioned. Pick your um, long weekend. Yeah. And Alex is like, uh, like tomorrow. Like we leave tomorrow. And Henry's like, yep. Uh, and Alex says, well, I have this and this to do. And then Henry very correctly points out, well, you can bring your work with you and just do it on the plane. And, you know, I can work on my manuscript. And Alex, of course, is like, OK, sure. Mm-hmm. And so they go to Austin for a long weekend. And what more can I say other than it's literally domestic fluff? They go to Austin. Mm-hmm. They have some cuddles. They have some chocolate they sit on a, on a porch swing. One thing, oh God, I, I can't do a British accent, so obviously I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> do it. Do it. I, can, do I cannot. It, do but it. <laughs> one of the things, uh, there's a part where Henry's like, oh, and we can make elotes, uh, which is like corn, uh-huh. like prepared corn in, in a Mexican way. And I, I would have killed to hear it like that in a british accent and like alex points out i loved hearing a lopez in his accent yeah someone with a british accent please podfic that paragraph of this for us please please oh my god aaron should we should we do podfic next next episode i feel like we need to do podfic eventually but have i ever listened to a podfic absolutely not same like no it's gonna take longer than you know however many weeks in between recordings it's for me to like find things because i don't listen (laughs) to them that's the other point. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I wonder if you can search fix and then read it and then try to look for a pod fix. That sounds convoluted, but... Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. Also, I only listen to podcasts I'm in, <laughs> and I <laughs> hate audiobooks, so I feel like me and Podfic is, like, destined to fail. <laughs> oh, man. We'll have a whole other crossover. Yeah. Oh, that's a lie. I do <laughs> listen it. to Evelyn's podcast now, too. Like, oh, uh, one of our go. listeners and one of my friends on Twitter, Evelyn, has a podcast that's really great that I listen to. So, there. That's the first podcast that I listen to that's not my own. <laughs> What's the podcast? It's called Fillery and Father. Oh. And it's Evelyn and their dad <laughs> going back yes. through the magicians from episode one on. And Evelyn is very, like, 
has read all the books and knows all of the like fan stuff and knows all the behind Ooh. the scenes stuff. So everyone like knows their shit. And then their dad is just like, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> this is unclear. Why is this th- like, who, what happened? Like, why did they make this decision? It would all be better if they just talked to each other. And everyone is like, <laughs> I am the dad in, this, in that scenario. And oh you are my God. My Scott Evelyn. Rogers is a, yeah. <laughs> Scott Rogers is a gift. So shout out to Evelyn for being a delight. Uh, and that podcast for being very, very fun. That's wonderful. Okay. So back to this fic. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so they have, it's literally all domestic fluff. They cook, they cuddle, they sit on porch swings watching the sunset. They they cuddle while it's raining outside. And I felt so personally victimized. <laughs> I was like, who went into my brain and found literally what I want? Oh my God. And of course, I read this at like 1 a.m. last night, like curled up in like a oh, blanket burrito. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've done oh, that. Man. Where you're just like, oh no. <laughs> it's so good. And it ends with them. They're sitting on the porch swing again. Uh, eating grilled cheese and tomato soup. Who doesn't love that? Combo? And out of nowhere, Alex just starts thinking about how Henry has changed his life and how he seems to fit. Like that's what he emphasizes. He like he straddles Henry and says, "You know, you fit right here in my life, in my family, in my heart." Mm-hmm. And then asks, um, "You know, I don't have a ring or anything, but will you marry me?" And Henry is like, "What?" what? <laughs> Yeah, and he's Henry's so like taken aback. He's like, "Of course I'll marry you, but you couldn't wait just one more day." And then Alex is like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> they both caught each other in a hua. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then Henry pulls out the ring that Alex thought were his AirPods, and he was like, "I, I was gonna ask you tomorrow," and and then they get engaged, and that's the end of the fic, and they're all crying. I'm crying. <laughs> yep, my favorite is the is it's a quintessential fanfic thing. Where there's a line of dialogue that's just O, oh, and the next to it is an italicized O. Oh. <laughs> like, if a fanfic doesn't have an italicized O, oh, is it really a fanfic? <laughs> <laughs> that's what gets you? <laughs> I had never thought about it, but it's so true. It the O oh, followed by the italicized O. Oh. Yep. It's the moment of realization, oh, and it's such a thing. Oh, man. Uh, the italicized O is really the star of the fic. Yeah. It's like, oh. 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 <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. I want us to get buttons out of this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Ooh, our button should just be the italicized O. Yeah. Oh, the fickest. <laughs> the fickest. Uh, incredible. Uh, so, yeah, it's very cute and very sweet mm-hmm. and wonderful. And something I really appreciated about this fic is that interspiced with all of the scenes of domesticity, there is, like, letters mm-hmm. uh, from people throughout history who are, like, essentially saying, I love you. And mm-hmm. the first few were queer, and I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then they tapered off, and I was like, well, that's history for you. <laughs> we ran out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, went out, we came out strong, and then we just kind of petered out. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the first one was between Lorena Hickok and uh, Eleanor Roosevelt in 1933, and then the next one is, like, Georges Villiers to King James the Sixth, And it's, like, they're so good. So, like, the I'll read this one because it's really short. It's from Georges Villiers to King James, and it says, I naturally so love your person and adore all your other parts, which are more than ever one man had. Yeah. And it's just, like, I appreciated how it showed that love is kind of different for everyone like mm-hmm. and it, it was so good it was such a nice touch it was like bravo i i loved it you know that's from the book right is it yeah that's a conceit from the book i don't remember that's a conceit from their emails oh. back and forth where they send each other 
historical love notes. Oh. I'm I'm positive you got I half. Forgot. If you got halfway through the book, then you should. Oh, fuck me gently with a chainsaw. Now, oh, God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's delightful. It is a wonderful use of that canon yes. thing. Like, I totally agree with you that it's delightful. I was just like, I think Alan doesn't realize that that wasn't just like a thing this author decided to do. <laughs> no, yeah. I forgot. Well, I'm angry because this means I have to reread the whole thing, which is not a bad thing, but it just means that I'm way more behind than I would have thought. Well, maybe it's possible that it doesn't happen until after. Maybe they haven't started doing that yet. No, because this sounds familiar. Like okay. now it's tickling like the back of my brain. Okay, I'll, I'll reread the whole book. Sorry, I didn't it. mean to ruin your whole life. <laughs> That's okay. I mean, I kind of just... did. That's like my whole shtick, but. <laughs> it was my fault. But regardless, it was very well done here and uh, I loved it. Great. Yeah. Hooray. I, I don't know what else I can say about it. I um, don't know that there's much else to say except what your rating is um my rating would be Hmm. okay i would give it a four out of five a four out of five that was a very thoughtful four out of five i because oftentimes i come like you know how sometimes well maybe this doesn't happen to you because you go with with your immediate thought but you you have your (laughs) immediate thought (laughs) you don't really do this because you don't really think before you speak but (laughs) I just mean that you have already organized your thought and your verdict before we start talking, and Cute I have not. backtrack. Cute backtrack. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> Shall I read you a romantic historical letter to, <laughs> to defuse the situation? That's <laughs> no, fine. Uh, what were you going to say? So, and, like, I had, like, a number pops up in my head, and then I have to t- stop and think, like, okay, why? Can you defend that? Okay, cool. Mm. So, four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. I think four out of five makes sense. I forgot that i sent this to you <laughs> um, and i definitely picked it one because i thought you had finished the book already which mm-hmm. I, I should never trust that as an instant <laughs> i think i just need to like accept that you are not going to have seen or read the thing that i've sent you that i'm not cultured and then when correct. i came well that's not what i said <laughs> <laughs> that's what you meant no <laughs> why are we both being so shady to each other that's like it's been so long i know it's been a long time anyway when i went back and like sort of re-looked at this yesterday when i was like what did i send him i forget i remember just this being so sweet and so in keeping with the style of the original narrative which was like Mm -hmm. i could see this being the sequel to this book which is quite a feat because the original like the source material is so good that i was like okay this feels like very authentic to what the source of it is also it's just really cute and like i also oh my god have you watched those videos on youtube of like one person gets down usually queer people one person gets down on their knee and proposes and the, <gasps> yes, other, person and the other person has the ring in their the back ring. pocket and they both propose to each other at the same time i was like that usually in, at disney <laughs> usually at disney occasionally it's at like a weird fountain or something true and i was like i live when that happens like it is my little queer heart just goes a pitter patter so i was like this is the fic equivalent of that moment (laughs) accurate so i was like okay cool and i love that shit so i was like alan will like it and also i'll break his little heart so it'll be great correct on all fronts Uh correct on all fronts oh man yeah i did think about the those videos i'm glad you brought that up yep what a like like that is the best answer you could get like yeah even like someone saying yes is not as good a feeling as knowing that someone was so it's such a yes they were already planning on doing the thing right not only are they saying yes to you they had thought about it and come to the same conclusion of wanting to be married independently of you even asking Uh, presumably i also think that all people should like if you're going to get married you should have a conversation beforehand about like what you would want like what that proposal stuff looks like and all that oh yeah but there is something profoundly sweet about that kind of situation where it's like you know 
and that they were carrying that around like on their person ready to pop that question like that's that's pretty great yeah good job good job ed who are you i loved it perfect amazing shall i jump into the fic you sent me yes let's do it or shall i say the fan fiction i am 89 percent sure you wrote (laughs) did you write this fan fiction uh why why don't we uh (laughs) (laughs) you did you can't no i didn't i I swear i didn't I definitely thought about, like, stringing you along to see what you said, but then realized that you would just be so critical of this poor person. And I was like, wait, no, never, no, never mind. No. Okay, here's the reason I thought... This is disappointing. I thought I had (laughs) slooped it. (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting here being like, this little gremlin loves wordplay so much that... It, like three or four episodes ago, you were like, I'm going to send you a fan fiction under a nom de plume. And <laughs> then it will be what I wrote. And I won't tell you that I did it. And I was like, okay, the author of this fic is nom de plume. This little gremlin. <laughs> I wish, God, I wish I had. Uh, I wish I was that smart. Yeah, you are that smart. That's the problem. Remember the first time you tricked me and I now refuse to be tricked by you ever? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, damn it. I wanted you to have written this. I, uh, man, I was really excited. I thought I figured it out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, num underscore de plume. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did like this fic, so that, I mean, it would have gone fine. So that's, that's a thing. good. So the Alan, the the Alan, the Alan, <laughs> the Alan fic. that fic didn't write, <laughs> the fic that Alan didn't write but did send me for this episode is called Proposal. <laughs> Thank you, by author Nam de Plume, which again would have been the greatest experience if you had actually <laughs> written this. Uh, and it is a Naruto fan fiction, which was also another point in the Alan, did you write this fic favor? Because uh, I know what your fandoms are. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the summary of this fic is Sakura rolled her eyes. Jeez, how romantic. I don't know what Naruto sees in you sometimes. No clue why he wants to marry you at all. Sasuke's retort froze in his throat while Ino hissed out Sakura. Oh, fuck, nuggets. <laughs> hissed out Sakura's name in anger. Sakura blushed and tried to backpedal, but her agitated state made it clear to Sasuke. Sasuke. Shit. Nope. Sasuke that she hadn't just made it up. Leaning forward, he motioned for Sakura Sakura to shut up and calmly ask. Sakura, thank you. To shut up and calmly ask, what are you talking about? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought it was French you had an issue with. Well, apparently not. I didn't practice, which is my own downfall. Uh, I was so excited about potentially having like Inspector Gadget in this episode <laughs> that I didn't think to practice the Japanese. <laughs> which is a mistake. That was the wrong choice. Oh, man. Anyway, this is a nice short little fic. It is a alternate universe modern setting fic, which is helpful to know. Let me. I continued to take notes this episode. My first ep- My so first note impressed. is. I know. My first note is dot dot dot. Alan, is this your fanfic? <laughs> my second note is cat in all caps, <laughs> because one of the first things that happens is that they're like Naruto like comes home and like closes the apartment door. He's just getting back from a flight and like he reaches down and there's like a little scritchy cat and he gives it little scritches and comes home and Sasuke is asleep. And Sasuke kind of wakes up as he as Naruto's getting into bed and is like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and Naruto's <laughs> like, it's fine, don't worry about it. I go back to sleep. And Naruto sort of like quietly is like, hey, marry me. And Sasuke says, no. 
And that's where the conflict begins, friends. My note was, oh no! But also, he's a sleepy bee. Relax. Because <laughs> Naruto freaks out. And like that, it, you think it's going to start off as just like a very sort of like straightforward proposal fic, and it kind of does. But then that just like throws a like crazy wrench into the system. And like Naruto has now lost all confidence. Uh, and Sasuke doesn't remember this happening. So, conflict. We love it. Yeah. So. I also made a note that I don't know that I've ever read a fanfic where someone has grappled with whether or not they want to be married, which is hilarious, given the fact that (laughs) that's my life. (laughs) But yeah, it's just not like a fanfic trope that I get into very often. Mm -hmm. So when you were talking earlier about what you look for in a proposal fic, I was like, oh, yeah. And I was also sitting here thinking to myself, like, yeah, and then you wrote about it. (laughs) Um, So uh, Suzuki skipped ahead a little bit. Suzuki's at a coffee shop and talking to... uh, What uh, what did I say? Suzuki. God damn it. (laughs) Sasuke? Sasuke. Sasuke. Say the other one. Sakura. Sakura. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just blanket apologize to all Japanese speaking (laughs) people. Uh, So they're at a coffee shop. Like the group. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Many of them. Except Naruto. Are at uh, a coffee shop uh, talking shit and hanging out. And somebody gives Sasuke their number. And Sasuke's like, god damn it. Like this happens all the time. And I'm so over it. And uh, Sakura is like, you may as well just have property of Naruto tattooed across your forehead. And they're talking about Christmas gifts, I think, which also is like such an Alan thing. Wow. Did I write this fic? Did you? (laughs) (laughs) I know. I wish I had. Yeah. I was like, I I cannot tell you the number of times I was like, Alan wrote this. Alan wrote this. I know for sure Alan wrote this. Like, I'm positive. So they're talking about like, okay, what did you get Naruto for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. And something spurs uh, Sakura to be like, oh, no, what did he say? Basically, they're talking about Christmas gifts. And then, uh, Mm. yeah, somebody's like, it doesn't even matter. Like, you'd be happy with whatever. And Sakura's like, geez, how romantic. I don't even know. Like, why why does he want to marry you at all? And Sasuke is like, what? (laughs) And this is is the first time that Sasuke, during his, like, waking hours, has been clued into the fact that Naruto plans to propose. And it actually really stuns him. And he's like, do I even want that? Is that a thing that I want? I never considered it before. He has no idea what he's processing feeling-wise. Like, he's like, I love Naruto, but are you ready to be married? Is that a thing that you want? I don't know. So the rest of the fic is Sasuke basically just like constantly being worried that the proposal is about to happen and then it doesn't happen and he's just like processing that and he's like okay but do I want this and they so for Christmas like oh no it's a birthday gift from Naruto is like a box it's like a whole thing and they're all their friends are there and it's yeah it's also probably worth mentioning that like christmas is coming on and so has like new year's lunar new year valentine's day saint patrick's day easter all like all of these holidays have passed by and sasuke's like i thought he was gonna propose yeah so like a significant amount of time has gone past thank you Mm -hmm. i was unclear on that timeline but it gets to sasuke's birthday and naruto hands him a box and so of course sasuke's like this is it the time has come. It's I'm I'm here. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, but it's happening. But also, like, why is he just handing me a box and then like chilling out? Like, that's kind of shitty, dude. Like, get yourself together. <laughs> and then it wasn't the ring; it was a set of cufflinks, like very beautiful cufflinks that he was very happy about. And the whole room of friends is like disappointed, and Sasuke is disappointed. And then he realizes, "Hey, I'm disappointed," which is a significant moment for him because he's like wait a minute and so he like leaves because he's just like i can't i don't want to do this in front of other people but i also don't want him to like think i'm mad so he like doesn't shut the door behind him but he's like wait (laughs) and then a couple of people they start having a conversation 
in the living room, like Naruto and all the friends. And Sasuke overhears, uh, of course, uh, eavesdropping as a plot device is delightful. I love when this shit happens. <laughs> and Itachi's like, all right, so how long are you going to postpone proposing Naruto? Like, get your shit together. And Naruto's like, I asked him when he was asleep and he said no. And it, like, completely shook my confidence or whatever. Like, he said no already. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Naruto's like, well, and I think Sakura, Sakura's like, or Itachi was like, was Sasuke, was Sasuke awake when you asked? <laughs> and Sakura's like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> so basically Naruto was just like, it just really threw my confidence. Like, let's not talk about this. Like, this is none of your business. But of course, uh, Sasuke heard all of this. And as Naruto like leaves to like go on a walk and go like cool off, basically, Sasuke realizes he's probably going to the park where they met, which is his like standard cool off spot. And follows after him and is like, this doesn't like look like the store you said you were going to, which Naruto is, of course, like, okay, so how much did you overhear? Because that was one of the things that I said when I was on my way out. And they have a conversation about, like, the fact that Sasuke has known that the proposal was coming, but that he just, like, didn't know how to feel about it. And, like, you know, there's all of these things that I was like, I just don't know. And Naruto's like, oh, shit. (laughs) And then Sasuke's like, well, I realized after you gave me the cufflinks that my first response to it not being a ring was disappointment, which tells me that I wanted it to be a ring, which means I want to be married to you. And Naruto's like, dope. Uh, Does that mean I should propose to you now? And Sasuke's like, nah. (laughs) And Naruto's like, uh. Uh, what and then Sasuke's like no I'm gonna ask you will you marry me (laughs) Naruto's like holy shit actually I thought the swearing was a little out of character I don't go here so I don't know this um (laughs) but uh Naruto's response is holy shit Sasuke shit shit Sasuke yes and I was like okay like this does not fit the speech patterns of these characters very much but okay they did just get engaged yeah, but i was like i was like i'm gonna be hyper critical for a minute at a fandom i have no business being critical in because why not that was my only little piece of it. and then of course they, they're sure. like yep and they're gonna get married and sasuke is like so where's my ring and like naruto's like well you asked me so i should be asking where's mine and sasuke is like well we have to go pick out yours and it's very cute and then also the last line is <laughs> That uh, that and the ring could be his belongs to Naruto sign to hopefully keep the baristas from hitting on him. Win-win from Suzuki. Sasuke. Fuck. (laughs) So it's like very sweet, very quintessential uh, proposal fic. Very exactly what you described at the start of this podcast. So I'm real better you didn't write it. But I think, yeah, what I wrote was like, it's cute, sweet. I'm not mad at it. (laughs) Great. Love it. Yeah. So I will say... Um, I had a bitch of a time. There was like three contenders mm-hmm. at, at a certain point. To, like, okay, this is the proposal. This is a the proposal. There was a large number of proposal fics for Teen Wolf. And I was like, well, I can't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I did that recently. Uh, and then I was super pissed that I had just thrown away Theraflu and you right. for a sick fic. when I was like, damn it, that was a perfect proposal fic. Yep. <sighs> Which, you know, it's fine. It's still a wonderful fic. And if you're interested in knowing more about it and haven't heard it, then it's uh, in the first season. It's our sick fic episode. If you go back to our master reading list, uh, which I believe is posted online somewhere, you can follow along with us there um, and go back to all of the fics that we've talked about. So I'm glad you li- I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you did not dislike mm-hmm. it. So what is your rating? I think this is a solid like 3.8 out of 5. Nice. Wow. Great. It was like very enjoyable. It was like a little run of the mill. Like it didn't sure. it didn't do anything particularly like outstanding in terms of like being super innovative or creative or anything like that. But like fanfic doesn't have to be that way to be good True. so i mean i had a good time again i don't go here this is not my fandom <laughs> so i bet if you were really into that ship and like really into proposal fic that would hit 
such a spot for you so it's it it was it's very nice yeah Yeah. um i will say i agree with most of those points and i one of the the biggest reason i went with this one over some of the others that i chosen was because and you brought it up was the i I, in all the proposal fix i read there was never a moment of like one of the parties being like do i want to be engaged Mm -hmm. do i want to marry this person and i think that it's really healthy to like have doubt you know and to to explore that and be like yeah like you can love someone with all your heart and still not know that be unsure of what you want with your future oh yeah for sure i mean like i sort of alluded to this earlier but i have a partner (laughs) which is like a new thing that well it's not new to me but it's new to the podcast uh (laughs) stop it (laughs) i'm like you can't see me now but like i'm just slowly like gripping my shoulders and stress talking about this but one of the things that i've really sort of like had to come to terms with is like having a real conversation with myself about having one vision of what your life looks like for a very long time, particularly as a queer woman, particularly as an asexual woman, and then having somebody come into your life who you're like willing to take that vision and like change it for Mm. and being like, oh, what things about the, the sort of assumptions I've made about my life are going to stay and what parts of that like are now a conversation between me and this other person. And that is such an adult <laughs> level up. It's growth. Do I have an answer for any of those questions? No, don't ask me for them because I don't have that. <laughs> the answer is go to therapy and talk to your therapist about it. Thank you, Tanya. Um, go to therapy, yeah, yes. The answer to every question is always, I don't know, go to therapy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, ask your therapist. Yeah, basically. But like having those conversations, it's not... Like, the one thing that I'm learning about having a relationship in real life versus sort of just, like, reading about them in fanfic is that, like, so much of what makes a relationship work is just having doubts, but then, like, owning them and being like, okay, well, we have to talk about this. Like, we have to figure this out. We have to talk through what we both want, and we have to be honest about it. Otherwise, this is not going to work. Like, things don't just, like, magically happen, which is what fanfic would have you believe. So, yeah, that's been super fun. So, reading this, I was, like, rude. (laughs) 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 Uh... And that's all I'll say on that. Also, go to therapy, guys. <laughs> go to therapy, yeah. It's really helpful. Find yourself a James or a Tanya. and We love James and Tanya. We do. Honest to God, we do. Because without her, I, I mean, honestly, without her, I'd be in a much worse off mental state than same, I am now. Same, same, same. So, anyway. Well, this, this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do I get the <laughs> fuck out of this conversation? <laughs> ah, I showed a vulnerability for two minutes and I hated it. <laughs> anyway oh accurate yep that's proposal fic that was a very successful episode yeah. of proposal fic i very think successful, i loved it very short little episode very like very fluffy yeah and thank god because that's what i needed yeah no for <laughs> like, sure i cannot deal with any eggs yeah i don't know that like to be perfect with you i haven't really been reading a lot of fanfic right now because i just can't take it like i can't yeah it's not the thing that's bringing me comfort right now the only thing that's bringing me comfort is like getting away from my computer and doing things like i've been cleaning my apartment i've been making a lot of stuff with my sewing machine and like making clothes i've been decorating the shit out of my apartment for halloween uh, because it is almost pride to electric spookaloo and by almost i mean i started decorating for halloween in august (laughs) (laughs) because i was just like fuck it everything is terrible i may as well get a pumpkin (laughs) oh sure but i want to start celebrating christmas in november and suddenly like no don't skip thanksgiving well alan i didn't ask you (laughs) (laughs) also that was (laughs) pre-pandemic uh i decided that halloween is from september 1st until thanksgiving day this year (laughs) for me christmas starts november 1st that's fine this year it's fine i give you a pass now (laughs) 
we'll see where we are <laughs> but, next year. Yeah, we will reconvene in like July of 2021 to see how we feel about Christmas then. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, you know what? Fanfic is not the thing that's bringing me joy right now. It's just not. So yeah. like this was a kind of nice... I don't think I could have taken anything more Agreed. <laughs> more, more difficult uh, right this second to read. So thank you for being gentle. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, thank, yeah. God, thank past us yeah. for choosing such a gentle tag. So good. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode, friends. It is. It is. I, I do think, I don't know, have we mentioned it on social media? I'm not good about looking at Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, because I'm the only one that runs it. It's fine. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but you're the more personable one of us. Yeah, cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um have we mentioned that awesome con has uh, unfortunately been canceled for us oh yeah <laughs> at least yeah, yeah yeah so i think i posted about this on twitter but just to like reaffirm that y'all know this um we were originally supposed to be panelists at awesome con dc this year which was going to be dope and for very very good reasons they have decided not to move forward with the um with the con this year which means we are hoping to go back for awesome con 2021 should that be a thing um again don't have high hopes on that but should it happen we would we will try to be there we will do our damnedest so unfortunately awesome con not happening but we did have an idea and i might put a like twitter poll out in the world to see what y'all think about this yeah we were thinking that around the time of what awesome con should have been so in december we might do some kind of like live q a live event something to like engage with y'all the way that we had anticipated being able to engage in person but like through the internet so if that's something you're interested in, keep an eye out on our social media. I'll probably put a post out like, do you want us to do an Instagram live thing? Do you want us to do like, I don't know. I think that's the only idea we had. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe between the recording of this episode and the posting of that social media thing, I will have come up with a second idea, but I doubt it. <laughs> so would you be interested in that is a question. And then also. Yeah, like an online event. Yeah. Where you can chat. Yeah. And if so, like what form would that take? Like, do you want to ask us questions? Do you want to just like have like a Zoom meeting? Like, do we want to do a Zoom hangout? There we go. I had a second idea. There it is. Excellent. <laughs> do we want to do like a Zoom hangout? Like, is that a thing that we want to do? So we wanted to find a way to connect with you guys since we can't do that this year, which is a bummer. So keep an eye out on social media for that because I, I still think that would be a really cute and good idea. And I think we should do I agree. It. we just and don't I... want it to just be us in an empty zoom hangout accurate accurate <laughs> so let us know your thoughts and it'll be shortly it'll be probably be around the time when we finish the season season two right yeah just about i mean yeah i mean i think we usually go through the end of december in terms of episodes but it'll be after we're done recording probably true true maybe we'll get a sneak peek maybe oh that's a good idea speaking of sneak peeks like if we did a patreon would y'all do a patreon is that a thing (laughs) it's not like i have the episodes ready any sooner than they get posted but (laughs) true it's true but like if we did a patreon would you guys give us like two (laughs) dollars so we could just keep doing this because um that'd be nice we'd appreciate it yeah Maybe maybe I could get my shit together enough to edit things in time for sneak peeks and things. You know, what? I bet if you had two dollars. Yeah, if you gave me two dollars, <laughs> I'd do it because I'd feel really obligated to like get my shit together and do it. <laughs> so there's a thought. So those are the two questions we have for you: is one, do you want to do like a live Q and A thing? Two, if we did a Patreon, would you subscribe <laughs> to it? Mm-hmm. The first question is more more real than the Patreon question. <laughs> But both are fair questions. Both are fair questions. My third question is, can we get Hale Appleman on this show? <laughs> Hale Appleman, if if we gave you $2, <laughs> would, 
would you come to come on our podcast he, oh my god aaron have we mentioned that well again if you're on twitter you know but like hale appleman interacted with the ficklist oh my god okay so i don't know if this is appropriate for this podcast to, like to actually speculate like wildly like this but i'm gonna do it anyway so i am thirsty and i decided <laughs> to just like shoot my shot and was like okay there's this one account that we follow it's called like i think it's pod chaser and they posted a question that was like, if you found out that any celebrity like listened to your podcast and like who would make you freak out the most? So who do you think I tagged? <laughs> like, What do you think happened in this situation? You tagged Chris Evans. I did tag Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> I tagged a bunch of people because I was like shooting my shot. <laughs> and I was like, what's the worst that could happen? It gets lost in a bunch of like tags of these famous people that they don't read. So who cares? True. So it was like the first tag I did was Chris Evans, Hale Appleman, Dan Levy, who I desperately want to talk to. Like genuinely Dan Levy, if you ever hear this. I don't think you will because uh, Emmy winner Dan Levy is so too cool for this. And uh, oh, Noelle Stevenson, who wrote She-Ra. I would definitely love to talk to them too. Uh, and yeah, so it was originally those four. And then I forgot about Lev Grossman because I'm an asshole and I forgot Lev Grossman. <laughs> so I add instead of deleting the tweet, I just added, I was like, oh, also Lev Grossman, like smiley face. And Hale Appleman liked the tweet about Lev, <laughs> <laughs> to which my brain imploded <laughs> because I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> does this mean anything? I was like, are you just liking the tweet? Does it mean that you know that Lev Grossman listens to our podcast? Do you listen to this podcast? And now you just wanted like to acknowledge the fact that we shout out Lev Grossman, who you like and is your friend. Hale, you damn broke me, okay? <laughs> Hale Appleman, if you're listening... Go ahead and contact us at thefickless.gmail.com. I mean, genuinely, though, because, like, I have the interview questions ready to go. Like, I'm ready to drop that shit. Like, that has been... I was like, I'm going to do some intention setting in the universe bullshit. I don't even believe in that, but I was like, <laughs> if you dream it, they will come. <laughs> so I, like, wrote all the questions out, and I was like, all right, I'm going to, like, put... The, it's, it's in a folder called Interview Questions, and it's titled Hail Appleman Interview. And uh, should it ever happen, I am ready <laughs> so ready and we can do it over skype because we've now been doing this podcast over skype for like six months we so. have we have indeed yeah i think what probably happened is that he saw that answer thought it was funny and then liked the love grossman one so that's probably what happened it also i think he really enjoys sending the fans into a tizzy yeah <laughs> i think that's like a thing he enjoys doing which like i would too because like why not <laughs> so yeah i mean i think he's just a little i think he's a little shit on twitter sometimes and i think that's what happened but i yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not recovered. Good times. Yep, that was a really long story for not a super consequential end result. I think that's con. That, listen, <laughs> I think that's our first milestone as a yeah. podcast. We have had quite a few, but that's like that's a good. That's a big yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it. You all know our love of Hale Appleman on this on this show. So the fact that he has interacted. It's a foundational tenant. Yeah. He has interacted with our account in any way. I think we can start packing it up. Season three, final season. Yep. Th three seasons and a movie yeah and then we're done and then we're good and then we're done see wait kid he'll help him and play one of us in a movie <laughs> he'd have to play you he would have to play me <laughs> it would be really funny i think it'd be I hilarious would, i would laugh for seventeen thousand years agreed oh my god okay we have to stop talking about this before it gets really weird where can people find I us did. on the internet alan <laughs> Well, uh, they can find us at the aforementioned Twitter. Uh, go over there and see the momentous uh, tweet that... Oh, yeah, because I screenshotted it and posted it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> pin have, it. You should yeah. just pin that. I have that no, shit saved. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so you can find us on Twitter. 
Uh, you can find us on Facebook if that's more your jam. It is very dead. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. be forewarned. I don't. It was uh, never alive. <laughs> but it's there, yeah. and that is important. Yeah, hundred percent. You can find us on Tumblr. Um, slightly more active (laughs) I posted a thing on Tumblr that has the most notes of anything we've ever posted (gasps) yes (laughs) was a screenshot speaking of screenshots of the time I accidentally (laughs) sent my mother a link to very very explicit Quelliot porn (laughs) via text message and I screamed I was trying to send her a link to a condo I was li- looking at because I like property and I like looking at property listings on the websites and instead what I had saved in my copy paste was Quelliot porn <laughs> who were you pasting this to? my mother <laughs> I meant the Quelliot porn oh that was just because it was on a tumblr post of like ones to read oh i see i see and so there's a tumblr that's like ao3 feed of the day quelliot fan fictions but the problem is now there's like new formatting so they don't link the thing directly you have to copy and paste the link Ah. which is super annoying actually if you run that tumblr tumblr and you listen to this podcast can you please fix that because it's really annoying (laughs) so i copied and pasted it to like read it later and I didn't realize that, that was what was still in my copy-paste history. Or, like, I didn't accurately hit – I think I just hit the wrong button, so I didn't copy and paste the thing. And I just, like, typed it so fast that I <laughs> I looked and I just – and my immediate response was, nope, not that link! <laughs> 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 and then I fixed it and sent her the, the condo. I, I don't know if she clicked it or not. I don't know. What if you've converted another person in your life to be, uh, to be a fan of quality? I don't think so. I don't think that would do it. To be fair, my mom reads really smutty romance novels, so it would not be the weirdest thing she's ever read. But, like, Mm -mm. still did not intend to send that to my mother. (laughs) Screamed for about 30 years. And then immediately posted the screenshot on Tumblr for notes. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. Yeah, because people were – and then people responded. They were like, oh, no. And I was like, it's fine. (laughs) It's It's an innate fear I think many of us have had. Yeah. I was like, this is a Tumblr post. Like, this is absolutely a Tumblr post, which is why I posted it. But that's our most popular post on Tumblr by far. So go onto our Tumblr and look for that. Reblog it. Love it. While you're there, reblog all of our episode links. (laughs) Please do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Podchaser. Uh, Many different platforms. We're now on Podbean. Podbean. Which I was like, uh, I don't know what this is, but okay. We're expanding. We're trying to make sure anyone who wants to has access to listen to us. Oh, Stitcher too. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher, yes. Um. So feel free to like rate us, review us, leave us yeah. leave us feedback anywhere that we can see it so that other people can see it and uh, know that this is a worthwhile show. Yeah. It's real fun, guys. We have a great time. It's true. Even if it's just us that's here. It's us and like Evelyn and Portrait of Emmy. Like, honestly, let's be real. That's like who's having a good time true. over here. <laughs> so, oh, yep, and Caitlin. Uh, How dare I forget Caitlin? I know. What, the what fuck? kind of garbage human am I? I mean, Jesus. True. Anyway. Hey! <laughs> uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, remember that we have a master list where you can follow along to all the fics we read in, in each episode. And that we also have a Google form for you guys to submit any recommendations you may have. We have a few currently in the docket, which I'm so excited about. Yeah, so like in between the recording of the last episode where I was like, the only person who's used this is Caitlin. And then the posting of that same episode, we got like 50 <laughs> recommendation links, which was great, but made me feel like such an asshole. <laughs> 
it's like oops um so there's a lot to go through and we're like we're stoked about it i mean again mostly evelyn but also my from twitter hi shout out love you too and like just a lot of people who like sent us really cool shit so we're going through it we're gonna try to figure out what to do with it but like keep sending us stuff because it's great to get pushed out of our comfort zone and out of our regular we fandoms love it's it. awesome yes thank you for listening yeah bye <laughs> Bye. Bye for real, though.